L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Logan. Hey, I'm Logan. You're supposed to say that you're Tim. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) We're the hosts of a brand new podcast called From One Dad to Another. Each week we tackle a new topic, interview local professionals, and attempt to decode modern parenthood one dad joke at a time. So make sure to join us every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From One Dad to Another is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on our independent podcast network, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. And if you want to support the show and get some bonus content, behind-the-scenes looks, and even get the show ad-free, you can become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash LASPodcastNetwork. And if you don't, I won't be mad, but I will be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, and one last thing. You're doing great, and I'm proud of you. L-A-S. Welcome to Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. Hi, Zach Johnson. How are you? (laughs) I am the real Brian Sandy. Whoa. (laughs) And with me, as always, is Logan. I wish fantasy football didn't count overtimes. Ugh. Heartbreaker. (laughs) Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Schultz. I was was up over my opponent, Nick Hayes. Shout out. uh, A member of our um, Facebook group, the CRIC Fantasy Mm -hmm. Football Community. Um, I was up over Nick Hayes by over 20 points. And then undefeated he is so far. Undefeated. And then Marquise Brown mm-hmm. catches that mm-hmm. overtime touchdown and just breaks my heart. I heard it from my house. The, the screams. The screams that shatter, the tears hitting the floor. Painful. Heartbreaking. So besides that, uh, how are you? I'm good. I'll I like you your what? shirt, by the way. It brings out your earlobes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's really my favorite feature to accent. Absolutely. I, I really like your shirt. Um, thank you. It really brings out your inner nerd. <laughs> If you can't see at home, I'm wearing a Zelda t-shirt. Well, most of them can't see at home, so. Well. Yeah, they just can't see you. Well, maybe they should see an eye doctor. <laughs> oh, there they go. That's good. So uh, we, we had so much football this weekend. And a lot of injuries. So I think that we should just you know, get over get ourselves. Get to the injury doctor. Let's, let's stop beating around the bush. And let's dive right into the news. So many injuries that we have to cover. So let's start right off the bat with the non-injury news. <laughs> and it's John Gruden, right? Yes. Of the Raiders, um, formally resigned. What do you think this means for the Raiders as a team? Now the assistant coach um, is, is getting bumped up. Obviously been a longtime assistant to John Gruden. Um, what do you expect is going to change with this team, though? In the long run, I think things will change. Uh, I th- this is kind of like a rallying point a lot of times in for teams uh, the week of something major happening uh, organizational wise. So I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't count them out for this week. Uh, Rich Basaccia, by the way, yes, Raiders interim head coach. What's that? Was he the OC? 
No, he was uh, he was assistant head coach was his official title. I understand. They're playing Denver this week, so tough matchup. It is, and in Denver, but and I'm a Bronco, but I fear a unified team. So this week, I I expect them to unify, and <laughs> hopefully they crumble because I'm a Broncos fan <laughs> after sure. that. But yeah, I, I think. Uh, we're, we're going to see. We're going to have to see how they pull together. That's the thing, right? We don't know until we know. Um, but you should still feel comfortable starting your studs, right? Darren Waller is not leaving your lineup. No, no. Um, you're probably not getting away from Josh Jacobs if yeah. you drafted him. Depends Depends who your league is or your team is right now. Right. And uh, and Derek Carr be a tough streaming option this week. Yes. Especially against Denver's uh, secondary. Let's run down some of these injuries. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire on IR. So out at least three weeks with this knee injury, um, which they say is, is an MCL. Could have been a lot worse, um, but now you're looking at uh, Daryl Williams as probably the number one backup. I think so. They have another guy there, but uh, he, he Jared took— McKinnon. Yes, and he, but he took the majority of the, of the work. Yeah, for fantasy purposes, unless you're in a full-point PPR, Jared McKinnon's a pass catcher. Correct. But you're probably looking at Williams. Yeah, he, he'll be the top waiver wire this week, I think. Um, this was some surprise news today. Dallas Goddard— on the COVID list. Oh, I did not hear that. And he plays on Thursday. So, so look for Ertz. Probably not playing. And maybe I shouldn't have told you that because I know you need a tight end this no, week. No, he, he's not on my list. Um, <laughs> and I know you need a tight end this week because uh, Gronk has already been officially ruled out. Out. Yeah. Uh, with this this rib injury that he's been struggling Since through. Since when do you need ribs to, to catch a football? I, I don't know. Since, I guess, forever? <laughs> You need hands. You don't need ribs. Uh, Tom Brady injured thumb, played through it, obviously, yeah. to uh, to stellar success. He can play with a broken arm right. and still find a way. So he'll find a way. Uh, but something to monitor, especially mm-hmm. as the season goes on. Um, Chris Carson seems to be recovering nicely, but obviously missed this past week. It was an Alex Collins week. Um, he was definitely the majority shareholder. Didn't do that, that much. Didn't do a whole lot with it, but uh, there's a chance he's going to do more going forward. Something to keep an eye on, though, if Chris Carson's back this week. Speaking of uh, the Seahawks. Speaking of the Seahawks, Russell Wilson um, out potentially through Week 10 is the current estimate um, with a a tendon in his finger. Um, Since when do you need fingers? <laughs> <laughs> they showed it so many times. Did you watch the I broadcast? I didn't see that, no. They just kept showing it. Was it, was, it 90 degrees? It wasn't that bad, but it was not great. Mm-hmm. That hurts. I, I'm a fan of Will, of Wilson. and uh, What are you doing with the Seahawks with Wilson out? Well, you're downgrading your their their studs, their wide receivers. Do you? Geno looked pretty good. Geno Smith, the backup. He's a veteran. Yes. and But... I'm thinking uh, Lockett and and uh, uh, DJ will be wide receiver twos. Uh, DK, DK, DK Metcalf. Where's where's my give, buzzer? Give me that name buzzer. There you hey. go. DK. Yes, DJ Moore. <laughs> yes, not DK not Metcalf. DJK. There you go. There's a lot of donkey. There's donkey. a lot of initials in this league. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, I think DK is probably still a solid bet. He's a big guy. He's you a can't area sit guy. him, though. Correct. You can't. What I'm more worried about is Lockett, who I have on my team, who is the deep ball bomb player guy. Um, is he going to get those types of passes anymore? I'm not so sure. 
Depends how the run game goes. If they can show any sort of a run game, then it'll open up the pass. But if there's no run game, there's no passing game. Trey Lance, surprisingly, uh, now suffering from a sprained knee after the game, um, did not look great in that game anyway. So he heard it like walking back to the locker room? I mean, room. Yeah, he, he air quote hurt it. So, um, no, of course, if it's a serious injury, um, you need to treat it as such. But there's a good chance that he's not playing when they come back from their bye regardless. So something to keep an eye on. It's first week of byes, too. Uh, correct, correct. Um, Kenny Galladay planned to be out for a week or two with this knee injury. And actually, the Giants were torn up this week. Yes. Saquon Barkley, speaking of nasty injuries, they kept showing. Did oh, you see the photo? Yeah, that was doctored. That had to be doctored. <laughs> it was a golf ball that was wow. attached to his ankle. Disgusting. Um, but That's what yeah. you get for walking. Uh, he is going to be out for, for a while as well. Um, low ankle sprain. It could have been a lot worse, too. And then uh, and then um, uh, their quarterback. Jones. Daniel Jones, thank you. Gosh, mm-hmm. I, got, I had Daniel. I needed Jones. <laughs> um, t- too many, too many names in this league. Too many names. Too many letters. Um, had a concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how that progresses throughout the week. Something to keep an eye on. Um, a couple other names that are interesting here: Juju Smith-Schuster out for the season with a shoulder injury. Uh, not sure that you were playing him as a number one wide receiver anymore. Anyway. Correct. But what does that mean for the target share for Claypool, Claypool. and for Deontay? It, it's got to go. And Harris. And Najee, absolutely, the number one target. It's got to be. I mean, there somebody has to catch the extra three targets. Right. <laughs> that Juju was getting a week. Sure. So. Good. They got to go somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, Curtis Samuel, week to week with a groin injury. Joe Burrow seems to be okay with, with his, his throat. throat. What? Joe Burrow. <laughs> I've got contused. <laughs> I got contused. And, he'll, he'll be uh, fine. And I was surprised, but you went in on Kadarius Tony this week. I did. Um, congratulations. Thank, I didn't start him. It wouldn't yeah. have mattered. I lost handily. Sure. But thank you. I, I, uh, I, I did a little research and, and saw the, I, I saw him playing. Yep. And I was like, I, I need this guy on my team. I don't know if he's going to be anything, but... He has joystick feet. Right. It's it, you have to if you haven't seen his highlight reel, look him up. It's he's bonkers. And we're talking about the fourth man in on the depth chart. Who is they cannot sit him now. Right. It, it was a great game. I mean, yeah, he got himself thrown out with he, a punch. He's punching he face masks. Um. Yeah. Really. Alex, our producer, is here. Hi, Alex. Are you on a mic? I am. Alex, if you're a football man. <laughs> You're out on the field. You're playing some of that ball. You're yeah. losing bad. <laughs> and someone makes you angry. What would you do if you were going to try and injure them? Um, if you wanted to retaliate and injure them, where might you hit them? Probably the gonads. Literally anywhere other than their their heavily armored head, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe don't throw a straight-on punch at their armored you know, helmeted head this is a this is a, a, a thing that's been happening for as long as football's existed guys punching guys wearing a helmet <laughs> it's <laughs> always happened it always will they don't pay him to be smart um well who was it wasn't it a uh jj watt that had no who headbutted a guy oh with a helmet on like uh, three four five ten years ago i don't know I, I can't tell you the names but yeah full on oh no maybe it was the it was the linebacker from uh from the for, browns for the panthers 
It was it was a team in the NFL. It was. It was. <laughs> I really think it was the the linebacker from the Panthers from a few years back when they were going to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, but um, the smart choices. You know, you're in the moment. You're in the heat of the moment. Anger makes us do a lot of stupid things, and especially with all that adrenaline pumping in those guys, I'll bet they do. You know, some some very adrenaline, quote unquote. Adre- <laughs> what else is it? Speaking of adrenaline, P-E-D. <laughs> uh, I'm all amped up on adrenaline for our next segment. Freak out, chill out. Ow. Mm. Gotta give me some freak out. Freak out. Hey, hey, freak out, chill out time. Hey, as an owner of this player, I want your thoughts. Okay. AJ the Brown. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, this is a really tough one. The Titans as a whole, everyone not named Derrick Henry is a question mark, right? Mm-hmm. But this offense should be working. They still have, I think, over a 75% chance of winning their division. Um this is a team that can still compete. And frankly, A.J. Brown is going to have better matchups in the coming weeks. Um, I'm not freaking out on A.J. Brown. I know that's hard. It is. I know it's really, <laughs> really tough. Um, but frankly, he's somebody I'd be buying low on right now. And you may see a trade offer come through M- from me, May Brian. I? <laughs> I was eyeing him earlier today. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, as the locket owner, I need some wide receiver help. That Derrick but- Henry just takes everything Derek Henry takes everything um but they've been playing against some defenses that have stronger secondaries and there's been no help for Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown with Julio Jones out this past week mm-hmm. and then obviously AJ Brown was out the week before that um but we know AJ Brown has the skill set oh yeah we know Tannehill can do it um I, I am holding firm on AJ Brown and I'm probably starting in the next two weeks chilling out Another one of mine. I want your. I know. I'm gonna. I'm freaking out about him. Tunyon. Yeah, I'd freak out too. Um, Robert Tunyon is a is a borderline drop for me. He he's a drop for me. <laughs> I would definitely go out there because the tight end landscape is painful, and see if you can sell him based off the name, based off the team, based off the Rodgers. quarterback. Yep. Right. Um. Because somebody out there needs a tight end, and Brian, I think in our league it might be you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> It is. You might be in trouble. As an owner of Gronkowski, it's me. Right. So um, yeah, I would definitely see what you can get for him, but if if you can't get a good trade partner, it might be Waiver time to wire. move on. Because there are some good tight ends out there that are taking up this back half of the tight end one range that are probably sitting out there on your waiver wire. Half the fun of fantasy football is a waiver wire t- tight end trade, or not trade, uh, the uh, outlook to okay. see well, who you're going to do. Um, so says a psychopath. <laughs> Jeez. Next year, let's not have tight ends. Hey, Lockett, how are you feeling? Um, this is a freak out for me, and it's the situation, like we said. Mm-hmm. Um, how about prior prior situation of Wilson's injury? Sure, if Wilson was still there, um, I wouldn't freak out because I've watched the games. I've mm-hmm. had the I've had the I don't get to see all the games all the time. We're not professionals at this, um, but I have seen him play the last couple of weeks, and I know that he's getting the targets. I know that he's on the border of having fantastic games. Um, with Wilson out, I'm less convinced that he's going to have that opportunity because he is the deep ball guy. He is the 70-yard touchdown blow-up game guy like we saw in the first two weeks. Um, he almost had that last week. But with Geno Smith, 
who is probably going to throw the ball a little closer to the line of scrimmage. I just don't know that that opportunity is going to be there. Um, DK Metcalf, I'd be happy with. I'd be happy to hold on to him and start him. Lockett, uh, I'm trying to see if I can sell him based on the name. TJ Hawkinson. How are we feeling about him? He has not had a lot of uh, the past three weeks, hardly any yards. Yeah, this is a hold because of a few different things. One, who are you going to move to, right? It's another tight end situation. Exactly. Um, If you can package uh, Hawkinson with another piece and maybe bump up to a Waller or, you know, a Knox even right now. I wouldn't go Knox. No? No. I I think Knox is about to see a downward. If I had both of them on my team, I'd be starting Knox right now. Hey, by the way, I'd like to have both of them on my team so I have that decision. (laughs) Adam Thalen. Uh, Adam Thielen I'm freaking out on. Um, and the reason why is because he is now a touchdown or bust wide receiver. He is. And the truth of the matter is that this team has been underperforming the last three weeks um, as an offense, not for fantasy, but in general. You mean Kirk Cousins can't put up 50 points a game? Uh, Kirk Who- Cousins is capable of doing it, but I'm not sure that the team is capable of it right now. And if the touchdowns aren't there, Adam Thielen's not going to live up to expectations. Are you freaking out about Odell Beckham if he's on your team? Um, Odell Beckham is a drop. Um, and I, I, I know that some people are going to tell me I'm crazy. He's in a lot of starting lineups. And I do want to tell you that if you have OBJ, um, go out there and see what you can get for him based off the name. name. Right? Because he's a stud. He is a, he's a, a legacy stud. Right? So if somebody out there wants to have him as a wide receiver two, even wide receiver three, you can get that kind of value for him, I would say take it. But otherwise, uh, I'm ready to drop him because their situation that he was just in with Jarvis Landry out, with the matchup, it could never have been better, and he had two catches. Yep. There's no way. He's not going to get you're – not, you're not going to see him start to explode. He's not going to rise like bread in the oven. How about Melvin Gordon? That's my final one. He's not going to rise like bread <laughs> – in the oven. In the um, oven. I love that. Uh, really quick, before I get to Melvin Gordon, I want to rewind and talk about TJ Hawkinson a little bit longer. Yes. Um, because I think this is important. We like importance. Um, if you have TJ Hawkinson, I really, really think that you should hold on to him. Um, Cincinnati has a decent defense, but TJ Hawkinson is capable of succeeding in that offense, especially as the number one pass catcher. Um and then it's the Rams, who are middle of the road for tight end, that, you know, closer to the line of scrimmage, um, defensive weakness. And then it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I would ride Hawkins in the next three weeks. I'd be starting him. I'd He's a target hog, so I wouldn't be freaking out on him. I would, if I had him, you have to start him if you have him, because you probably don't have anybody better at the time. Right. And then last, Melvin the Gordon, three. Yeah, and I want to be clear. I was not in on Melvin Gordon to begin with this season. Um, I expected him to struggle. I expected uh, Williams to come in as the backup, and um, who's a rookie. They're still 50-50 timeshare pretty much, too. They are, and I expect that to continue to shift as the season goes on. Um, and I think we're just seeing some of that. Frankly, their first matchups, the Giants, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Jets, that's a dream top three teams to play against. And now that's behind them, yep. right? Yep. 
So their next ones are uh, the Raiders, which is okay. And then they've got the Browns, and they've got Dallas uh, before their bye. Like this is the road's not going to get easier. We've already seen the best that the matchups have to offer for Melvin Gordon. He's he he's wearing thin on his energy probably too because they they did use him a lot the first three games and I would see if he has a good game against the Raiders and then I'd be looking for some opportunity. And that wraps sell. up our freakout chill out. And on that note, let's take a quick break. Yes. Let's check in with some sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to run through our preview for all the matchups for week six. We're going to alternate, give our takes uh, on on each of the games. And then we're going to... Thumb wrestle. Oh. (laughs) We'll also thumb wrestle (laughs) when we come back right after this. Hello, guys. My name is Devin Green, and this is The Innovative Creative, a podcast dedicated to helping designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. I've been designing for 16 plus years, and I felt that people need this knowledge. Whether you are a new or an experienced designer, I can give you tips that can better help your design journey. I also know that clients sometimes have a hard time working with designers. This is my way to help clear the confusion. Join me on your favorite podcasting platform as I dive into design tips, communication tactics, and much more. I release episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on my website at innovativecreative.fm and wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is proudly produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The Innovative Creative is free to listen to, but if you want bonus content and to support local creators, subscribe to LAS+. For more information on that, head on over to LASpodcastnetwork.com. L-A-S. Hi, old friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, Subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all, some more than others. LAS. Welcome back, listeners. Thanks for having me. We're here. Just you? Just me. Oh, I really pulled <laughs> Thanks for letting me on that one. <laughs> Thanks for letting me join you. For those in the know. Uh, it's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, my gosh. It is. Thank it, you. I, I, it was weird not being here last week, but thank you to Zach for filling in for me. We did kind of blow through it, um, but you had to be out last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach Johnson, our good friend, and also a podcast host in his own right. And very knowledgeable in the football field. Did great. Did a great he job. He did. He, he sounds just like me. I was like... Was I actually there? I don't ring a ding ding. <laughs> ring a ding ding. <laughs> it's my new catchphrase. Oh, I love it. You know what else I love? Yes. The next week. <laughs> <laughs> you really caught me by surprise there. <laughs> yes. Week six of fantasy football. 
I like when we sing. Yes. Hey, Thursday, we have a football game. Oh, thank God. We do. It's Tampa Bay visiting the Eagles. The, the what? The Eagles. <laughs> the, um, the I think Eagles? this is a really exciting game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to see some fireworks in this game. Um, and I'm not talking about real fireworks. I'm talking about oh. fantasy football fireworks. Um, I think it's going to be fun. It's a 53.5 point over under. Wow. I think it's got a real chance of going over. You think? I do because um, the Buccaneers have a great defense that has been beaten up over the last couple of weeks. I think you're going to see some deep they, passes. From they Jay don't Hurts. have much of a defense in their passing defense. No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, and they're 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 not getting any better, frankly, in terms of injury. So I think you're going to see some deep balls from Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you're going to see some runs from Jalen Hurts as well um, on the ground. I think he's going to be on the move. I think um, Tom Brady's got too many weapons, even with Gronk out, to not be successful. I think this is a high-flying offensive game. I think this is a start your players start in this everyone. matchup. Yeah, if you have them, start them. Start the cheerleaders. Um, except Miles Sanders. Is he a cheerleader? He's a freak out. <laughs> he is. For sure. He is. Um, if you have Miles Sanders, I'd be looking for some for an escape you're, valve. You're probably not starting him either. Uh, hopefully not mm-hmm. at this point, but the the work just isn't there right now. So, um, you know, and, and the offense doesn't need him at this point. No, you have a... You have a Run, uh, running back in the backfield. Get Correct. <laughs> Correct. Already. It hurts. Right. <laughs> yeah. Next up, uh, Miami heading to Jacksonville. Uh, no, Jacksonville's heading to Miami. I'm no, reading this backwards. They're actually heading to London. <laughs> <laughs> These London games are messing <laughs> they, me up. They are. Okay. Yes, they're heading to London. We get to see that uh, bright and early in the morning. I'm looking for uh, Jacksonville to have their first win in 20 plus games or 20 games. I think uh, it's, you know, the time difference <laughs> and the travel and Robinson is running like he's got purpose now. I love it. I love it. I think he's going to drag Jacksonville to their first win. I think there's a couple of truths in football, um, and I'll keep this really brief, but I think it's important for us to say, and you can tell me if you think I'm incorrect, but there's a couple of truths that I hold to be self-evident <laughs> in fantasy football. <laughs> that all men... Are playing fantasy football and some women. All men and some women. <laughs> um, whoever you are, play fantasy football. Do it. Um, that volume trumps all. If you have the work, there will be value for fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. And James Robinson was always promised, once ETN got injured, to have the work like he did last year. Now, was the performance going to be the same? We weren't sure. Was the height going to be the same? Not positive. But the work was going to be there. And that's why James Robinson was always going to be a valuable player to have in fantasy. I'm also a big believer in talented players returning to the mean, right? A.J. Brown's a great example. You have somebody who's highly talented and has a situation that allows him to succeed, but has had some down weeks. There will be a return to the mean for A.J. Brown that's that's truly what I believe. Exactly. And the, AJ Brown uh, reminds me of uh, Robinson on the Bears. Two talented people in different situations. The situation is the problem there, exactly. right? Allen Robinson is somebody that you would hope could return to the mean, but will the situation allow him to? I'm not sure. Next, we have Green Bay at the Bears. 
Alex. Alex, I'd love to loop you in on this one. Oh, I'm here for the Bears, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is the big every year. The You're big representing rivalry. with your shirt too. I am wearing a bear shirt today. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, the Bears are gonna lose. I love the Bears. They just, <laughs> they just don't beat the Packers. It sucks. I really thought, you know, uh Aaron Rodgers was gonna get traded in the offseason <laughs> and then all of our woes would be gone, but that didn't happen. Hopefully Justin Field steps up. And that's really the maybe the one takeaway we're really looking for, right, is we know that the passing game is not going to be exceptional, but can Justin Fields perform, especially on the ground, right? Yep. Can this kid run the ball? He hasn't yet. I know. Tom Brady has more rushing yards than Fields in the last three games. Is that true? It's completely true. It's, oh. Brady has Does like that hurt your heart a little 30 bit, 30 yards. It does. As a Bears fan? It does. Everything hurts my heart <laughs> as a Bears fan, you guys. Everything. I'm I like sorry. They have a nice stadium, that, though. You see that thing on the ground? That hurts. <laughs> What's that thing in the sky? That hurts me, too, as a Bears fan. Everything. <laughs> Just remember, in 1985, you won the Super Bowl. Oh, I will never forget. <laughs> Cincinnati is at Detroit. And this is... Uh, we were talking about this. Uh, I've got some eyes on Hawkinson this week. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to see. Didn't mean to steal it from you. No, you're good. I want to. I want to know if he can revitalize his fantasy play. He's only had 50 yards the last three games. Mm-hmm. He's got to be used better, and I hope he is. I don't have him on any of my fantasy teams, so I don't have an interest. But I do enjoy uh, Hawkinson. If you watch watch him play, he's he's fantastic. Hey, we have and really quick. Yes. I'm just I'm I'm obsessed. hot off the presses. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Jamar Chase. Yeah, obsessed do you have him, him on anywhere? I don't, and I want him, mm-hmm. and I want him because I don't think this is going to stop. Right? He's so dynamic. Dynamic. And, yeah. The guy can turn on the dime. Um, he's got big play potential all the time. Um, it was almost as if he was drafted really high, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Um, ooh. We didn't talk about this in injury notes. Um, Joe Mixon obviously was injured, did play this past week, but really had a low snap count compared to his backup, Samaje Pirine, who is now injured. Oh, so I something, did not know that. yeah, something you need to keep an eye on is is what does the backfield actually look like? I was for just going to say they should just let him fully recover, but if they have nobody else, right? So we'll see what happens. Um, Keep an eye on that throughout the week. Joe Mixon might be in. He might be fine. He might be the guy. He had a touchdown this past week, even though it was a short yardage one. Um, so hey, keep they, an eye out. They count, too. They do. Touchdowns count. We have Houston visiting the Colts. Uh, so I watched this game on Monday night, and I watched the Colts literally grab defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> um, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Can um, I get back up? The Colts are a team... Almost works. Wentz had over 400 yards and multiple touchdowns in that game. The team can operate at a functional level. Um, Michael Pittman has been phenomenal, fairly sensational. <laughs> yes. Um, if he's sitting out there on a waiver wire, and he might be, he's a good pickup. He, he's not a name. Correct. Correct. Um, this is. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna um, shoot my shot a little bit early and give it away. Okay. Um, but my shoot your shot is going to be Brandon Cooks. I I have him down here. He's not my shoot your shot, but but you like him. That's who I was going to talk about. Yeah. What do you have to say? Um, he he's crazy. Where's uh, 
he has 330 yards the the third the first three games, but the last two games he's had 70. So where did he go? He was like amazing, right? And then, well, I shouldn't say where did he go. The the quarterback Mills, the, the quarterback play. Although Mills was was last week was, decent, mm-hmm. decent. So I'm I'm wondering maybe if he can get back into the groove of things. Brandon Cooks is the number one target on this team, and it's easy for some defenses when you have a team that's not stellar on offense to shut down the number one option. You're seeing that with Hawkinson, mm-hmm. right? Um, these defenses that they've been playing against have been able to shut Cooks down. The Colts are not going to be successful at that. I truly believe that Brandon Cooks is going to be a great option this week. Next up, the Los Angeles Rams at the New York Giants. Well, it depends on who the if Jones is playing. Sure. Um, but if he is playing, I'm, I'm going to be watching Jalen Ramsey versus... Uh, Kadarius Tony, I two of Ramsey if is Tony's playing. Yeah, if yeah, depending on uh, he got a little dinged up too, but yeah, watching highlight reels of Tony and knowing Ramsey's amazing coverage ability—that's what I'm watching. Kansas City at Washington. Um, <laughs> I posted a meme. In our CRIC fantasy football community, our Facebook group that you should go join. It's a ton of fun. Um, Let's not tell them about the meme then. (laughs) (laughs) Go check out this meme for yourself. But it may have referenced Mahomes underperforming this year. And Mahomes has not been a bad quarterback for fantasy, but maybe somewhat in reality. And you're just seeing kind of this step down from what he has been in the past. Um and I don't think it's on Mahomes. I think that it's truly the offense as a whole is not clicking the right way. So that's something I'm really watching for is can this offense really get things going? I'm curious if um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire being out is going to impact uh, the pass game more. I know you know CEH was not a heavy uh, tool for them. He wasn't a huge uh, fantasy block that you could start either. Right, but I am wondering if maybe that mentality reaches into that offense and they just pass the ball a bit more. They just do a little bit more on offense. Um, I don't know. We're, we're just going to have to see. Definitely keeping an eye on that. And then Washington is a terrible defense. I, I'm not even sure if they can be considered to have one. And they were supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. We came into the season thinking they were going to be a fantastic defense. They're the ones that I drafted. Oh, really? Number one. <laughs> First round <laughs> overall. First round. Yes, everybody expected them to be macho, macho men. Yeah. And uh, Terry Sibs. McLaurin, freak out, chill out. I, I'm i chilling out on him. He's, Me too. He's much too uh, valuable. Uh, Gibson playing through an injury, but it continues to get touchdowns every mm-hmm. week. Um, it's hard to get away from Gibson. Their offense isn't bad. No, and the, Heineke has been... Um, Taylor Heineken. Heineken. Uh, has been... Uh, <laughs> It's an inside joke. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Heineken has uh, has been really serviceable. In fact, he's somebody I would pick up and play this week. I think Kansas City also has a terrible defense. They actually have the bottom performing defense for fantasy right now. Hence their record. <laughs> True. So, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be another high-flying offensive game. I think we're going to see high points in this one. Minnesota heading to Carolina. I'm going to be watching, like many will, to see uh, how 
well McCaffrey plays if he does play coming back from his injury. And uh, also I'm interested to see how uh, Minnesota uses uh, Thielen like we had already discussed. So, I mean, this game is going to be – I'm not sure what the point spread is, but I think it's going to be fairly high scoring. Yeah, let's talk about something real quick. You just made a trade in our primary league. I, I did. Um, as of right now, the over-under for the Vikings at the Panthers is 46.5. By the way, don't know how you feel about that, high or low. Um, I'm not a betting man. But you <laughs> just traded for Dalvin Cook. I did. Um, Dalvin Cook might, might not play. Yeah, he, they have a bye week in week seven, mm-hmm. so... And uh, his backup is do, doing great. Yep. So yeah, they, um, there's a really Alexander good, Madison. Madison. There's a really good chance that they might, even if he is healthy enough to play, there's a good chance they might not play him just so he has that extra two weeks to heal up. So Sure, but he's yes. not somebody that you're getting away from, right? He is no. a, a fundamental fantasy football piece. That uh, you never know if it's going to last a whole game. <laughs> but when he's out there... He can exceptional. Yep, he'll win you a week, and take away points from other players you might have on your team. Alexander Madison, Madison. Hey, I got that for you, Alex. <laughs> it uh, did not fall on deaf ears. You are the biggest <laughs> Hamilton nerd I know. I'm a Hamilton fan. Oh, is that what is that the term? Yes, yes, oh. it is. Okay, now we know. Chargers are visiting the Ravens. <laughs> uh, Fifteen and a half point over under. I'm going to take the over. Is that what we do now? We just take it. Well, and I'm I'm it's not betting. Um it's not I'm we not just saying there's gonna be lots of points. What I'm I'm saying that uh Vegas thinks this is gonna be a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think that um Justin Herbert is a prolific quarterback. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um great he, pocket passer, can run. Just yeah, just outstanding um this past week five touchdowns plus ran in one or two gosh i have to check the numbers but it was incredible and the weapons are there eckler's fantastic this entire chargers offense is is operating really well keenan allen is underperforming um from a fantasy standpoint and it's just because mike williams is taking everything taking everything he's got to be the number one um win at the draft if you drafted him um he's he's we've, we've always known that he can do this the talent is there we talked about it on the show yes um it's just <laughs> is he gonna get injured how long until he gets injured i wonder if they're gonna drag eckler into the end zone like the browns did gosh you see I that mean, play <laughs> they're like just go down alex did you see that play uh, i did not know it's, it's a video um you can find on you know twitter or whatever maybe we should share it into the, the facebook group the websites um <laughs> somewhere out there on the interwebs <laughs> it's on one of the internets um but <laughs> the Browns needed the ball back, and so they literally dragged Austin Eckler, the running back for the Chargers, into the end zone so they would have enough time to get the ball back. <laughs> oh, wow. It, really <laughs> it was amazing to watch, and it was dumbfounding for their the offense. I, I, like, yeah. What is happening? <laughs> but it's the right call. I liked yeah. it. I liked they didn't it. even know they could do that for certain anyway. So. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, wrong so way, wrong way. <laughs> um, I'm sticking with Jared Cook. If you have Jared Cook, um, if you don't have a better option, he's going to get the opportunity, especially I think he's with this offense. Big. I think he'll have a big day. I love it. And uh, yeah, Keenan Allen, just someone to keep an eye on. Hopefully, he can he can find his own niche carved out into this. But you've got to be thinking about him as a wide receiver two now instead of a wide receiver one. And uh, <laughs> the Ravens, gosh, it's it's the Lamar Jackson show, right? They don't even need anybody else. They just need offensive line. Well, thankfully, they have a couple other pieces. They, they have uh, Mark Andrews, who had a great week this past week, two touchdowns. Um, you have uh, Marquise Brown, who broke my heart, uh, but has plenty of volume and opportunity, big ball guy. You don't have a starting running back that you can count on. That's certainly true. Um, Tyson William has been relegated to nothingness. Latavius Murray is now the starting running back, but the opportunity is just not there because it's Lamar all about Jackson. Blocking. Right. Lamar Jackson is, is doing all the running, uh, and and rightfully so, frankly. So this is an exciting game. I'm excited to see it. This is another one. Uh, start your players. You got them. Throw them in there. Arizona at Cleveland. We have the battle of the Oklahoma number one draft picks. Mm, interesting. I'm going to say that Cleveland's running backs, Chubb and Hunt, are going to have a big day versus uh, the Cardinals. They're... That's just what I'm feeling. I don't have any proof. I'm not a fortune fortune teller, but I would start those two, obviously. You can't see the future? I thought you could. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, well done. Well done. <laughs> hey, we have the Raiders at the Broncos. Uh, yeah, this is interesting because there's a lot of narrative here, right? John Gruden being out. Um, heading to Denver, what's this team going to do? What are they going to feel like? You're starting your studs, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is going to be kind of a low-scoring game. I think this one, unlike the other ones that I've mentioned, um, I do too. I, I think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. I, I think that this is one of those matchups where you start the players that you've been starting. You're not going to get away from Cortland Sutton. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is probably going to be fine, but not exceptional if you need a streamer. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders are nothing to be scared of defensively. Um, they've had ups and downs, certainly. But, yeah, I, I just I wouldn't be too excited to have too many pieces in this matchup. Just stick with the ones that you know and trust. If you need a, if you need a tight end, Fant, I think, will have a big day. Yeah, but Fant's probably not available. Probably right? not. At this point, uh, Noah Fant has, has got to be taken up somewhere. We have Dallas at New England. Well, what do you think about this? I think. How uh, are you feeling about Dallas as a whole? New England won't be able to run very much. Y- yeah, so Damian Harris <laughs> also injured. He is. I don't think they're going to need to, though, I, with uh, their quarterback, Mac Jones, starting to look mature. Like it, It's amazing to watch. The beginning of the season, it was like, boy, did they make a huge mistake. And he. Watching the games, you could see he's just growing in front of our eyes, becoming the, the, like the Monday night game versus uh, Brady. It was it was amazing to watch, and I think he's going to do it again. I think uh, Jacoby Myers will see ten plus targets in this game. He's he's their number one number one receiver anyway. So right, absolutely. Seattle at Pittsburgh. Oh, Seattle. Um, I love Alex Collins in this game. Um, the backup to Chris Carson, if Chris Carson doesn't play, right? Um, and if Chris Carson does play, 
I don't love him that much, to be honest. I think Alex Collins I'm excited by because you got him for cheap. There's going to be a lot of opportunity there. You don't have Russell Wilson. You don't have Russell Wilson. I think they're going to lean on the run game some more. Um, but I don't know how successful they're going to be uh, at moving this offense around. It could be a bad game for them. Uh, I think this is going to be a bad game in general. And yeah. this is our this is our primetime game, Sunday yeah. night. Ugh. Ugh. Let's just see how Roethlisberger can get along. It'll be it'll be death by a million <laughs> it cuts. Will right? Um, Watch this game just to see. This could be the last time you see Roethlisberger on Sunday Night Football. I don't think they don't have another Sunday Night game. They don't. Not okay. Not that I saw. And he is a he's a, a zombie. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's a painful thing to watch. But I think he's getting the ball out though. Well, he is, but that's because he's shooting it down to Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson, yep. right? So, obviously, start your studs on these teams. Lockett's a big question mark for me, but you're probably not playing somebody over him because right. you probably don't have a better option than him. Because you drafted him high. Right. Um, I'm going to start him this week because I don't have a better option unless I can find a good trade opportunity. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to see what happens. Start your studs and, and hold your breath, I guess. And hopefully you've pulled up some points earlier in the day and maybe if you're up by a significant amount you can make a shift buffalo at tennessee our monday night monday game night. and this mm. is kind of an exciting one too it i is. feel you're going to be watching uh this to, to see if buffalo can throw up gazillion amount of points again right there's just a lot of weapons that are operating here josh allen hasn't necessarily been as exhilarating as he has been in the past he's been stable though but he's been stable and the he's spreading the ball out more which is exciting Making smart decisions not a lot of interceptions i'm not even sure the last time he had an interception but yeah stefan Diggs, um underperforming underperforming but that's because the ball's getting spread around, right right you got emmanuel sanders you got the, dawson knox mm-hmm. um zach moss has been uh their goal line guy uh, so that's as opposed to Josh Allen running it in. Right. So, yeah, it's the ball's getting spread around more. And then Tennessee. Yeah, we we discussed a little bit of the Julio and the AJ Brown and we did. I still think this team can perform, but they just got to they got to get their pieces back and they got to really put the put the car in gear. And things happen on Monday nights. Monday night football brings the best out of teams. So, we'll see what happens. That was our week 6 preview. And now it's time, my friend, if you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready, partner? <laughs> I'm ready. Let me get my six gun and my seven gun. And what else? And my eight gun. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to shoot your shot. All right, partner. So you weren't here last Yeehaw. week. Yeehaw. <laughs> I was was here in spirit. Well, uh, Zach Johnson chose a shoot-your-shot player. It was Damian Williams. It counts for me, too. Well, you can have it (laughs) because definitely won. Um, Damian Williams running back for the Chicago Bears with David Montgomery out. Mm -hmm. Had 16 rushing attempts for 64 yards and a touchdown. That's the key. And then three targets, two receptions, 20 yards. So got the work. He had a uh, good replacement day. Good replacement. That's all you can hope for, mm-hmm. right? Once you get that touchdown, you feel pretty decent. Yeah, especially in standard. I picked Trey Sermon. We had to discuss this really <laughs> quickly, but I definitely mentioned that it was a caveat that if Elijah Mitchell was still out, 
that Trey Sermon would have a good day. Elijah Mitchell was not out. Elijah Mitchell was by far the number one running back. Plus, you had Trey Lance, um, who was also running the ball quite a bit, 80-some yards. Um, so Trey Sermon had one rushing attempt. He did. It was a stellar one, though. For one, He for tried. Seven yards. <laughs> um, so uh, I put that caveat in there, but I will also say that I don't know that anyone I picked would have had a better day than probably Damian Williams. So Damian Williams definitely won last week's shoot your shot good job brian and good job zj yeah but let's move forward yes this is not about forward. the past that's right this is about now and the future that's right it's all about the future who are you shooting your shot on well we, we already touched yours you, you want to touch mine first let's touch yours first let's just let's touch, touch them all. Them. <laughs> we touch them together times. <laughs> <laughs> don't cross streams it's brandon cooks um wide receiver number one for the Houston Texans. Um, this is a get-right game for him. The past couple weeks, like we talked about, have been down. Um, but he is talented. He is the number one weapon on this offense, and the Colts will not contain him the same way that the previous defenses have been able to. Um, this is a fantastic game for um, Brandon Cooks. I'm calling my shot right now. going to be a great week. Well, I'm not going to pick a number one wide receiver on a team. <laughs> I'm going to pick... Oh, hold on. I picked the number one wide receiver who's been sucking on maybe the worst team in the NFL. This is a... That is a good caveat. This is a let me give you confidence to start him. You should. Right? And they can blame you, too. Well, they already have. <laughs> they I'm blame sure. me for all my things, anyways. I'm shooting with A.J. Green this week. Ooh, spicy. It, it's a long shot, but... Not uh, necessarily. He's been seeing some some work and some volume on the offense. They've been they've been it's been a quieter couple of weeks, but in the first few, Cleveland has been giving up a lot of big plays, and that's way that's the way I'm going to see it happening. Cleveland has a good defense, but you're calling for the big play. Mm-hmm. Got it. So that was my shot that I just shooted. You shot it all over me. <laughs> oh, whoa, oh. whoa! I on had, that note, I had no part in that. <laughs> let's go ahead and get on out of here. I think we're done. I think that's plenty of of. <laughs> shot shooting for me um but hopefully it's not enough for you hopefully you want to listen every single week to you play have it. to now sure you're ob- you're legally obligated and we've we're you're addicted to us this you, <laughs> we gave you a small taste and now you got to come back we're like a, we're like an ear drug <laughs> injected directly into your ear holes thanks for being with us thank you so much for being here please subscribe on your favorite listening platform so you hear us every single week because we love hanging out with you and you're so pretty. They are, aren't they? Of, I love, I love what you do with your <laughs> hair. Um, the way you, the way you do that one thing you do. Oh, so that's good. so cute. So when they good. wrinkled their noses after it. <laughs> oh man, I can't stop thinking about them now. <laughs> you know what? I can't stop thinking about LAS Plus. LAS Plus is our premium subscription service. It's just ten dollars a month. It supports the network. It keeps this show going, and we have bonus episodes of some of our favorite network shows coming out, including Historically Inaccurate, including a post show for One Word Stories in season two. Very exciting. And uh, what do you want to talk about with Jason Prince and Lindsay Alberti? So please check those out. You'll also get um, discounts and bonuses at our LAS Live events, which we're announcing very soon as well. So. Make sure that you stick around the network and support us and consider subscribing to LAS+. Plus. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you today, Logan. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you, Brian. Until next week. Until next week. Bye, Bye. listeners. <laughs> give your give yourself a hug. Complete your, you're doing great. Ow!
The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.